welcome to episode 100 of the Mandarian Orange Show. I'm Phil Vecchio. And I'm episode 100, Janelle. I can't believe we are finally here. A hundred times, babe. A hundred times. Well, if you count our extra uh, 0.5, you know, we've done this 101 times now, so everything's thrown off. We're not counting the extra. But uh, we have a big, supersized episode for you guys, and we have something special planned. And uh, why don't you tell them what we're doing here? So, we are doing every single seggy every segment ever done. Why are you... I said that. I'm reiterating. I'm agreeing with you. No, it's because I said seggy. No. You thought people wouldn't know what I meant. I just am reiterating. <laughs> I'm supporting you. Every single seggy, people. So, every segment that we've ever done, and... In addition, we have several guests who are coming yes. in to uh, host. So some of the episodes or some of the segments you'll hear are hosted by all kinds of different guests, and we won't some spoil of, who yeah, it is. Some of you, some of them have been on the show before. Some of them have never been on the show. Yes. So, so friends near and far, and uh, yeah, I think I think we should like We're get to leave it. it with that. Because we have to get through this. It's going to be a long episode. I don't know at this point, now that we're saying it, how long it's going to be. But I can tell you, it's going to take a while to assemble all this. But I think it's worth it for 100 episodes, right? Yes, I agree. So what are we going to start with? Well, so we're going to go in order of like how we normally would do it. And um, our first segment is Fights. Hey, this is Matt, Phil's younger brother, with a fight story for you. So, when Phil and Janelle were first starting to date, um, I hung out with them some, and we did went to some concerts, things like that. And I have a very special memory of sitting in the back seat of the car and driving with them. And as we were on our way out to this concert... Phil and Janelle were talking, uh, but they were they were discussing something. I don't even remember what. Uh, but in my mind, they were fighting, and they um, got really upset and were saying all these things back and forth. And I was so worried, and I was sitting in the back seat, and I was sure that they were going to to split up and. Um, you know, I, I felt really bad that I had to hear my brother and his girlfriend fighting in the car. Um, and really, as it turns out, that's just how they communicate. So that's not fighting. That's conversation. In fact, they were probably discussing the finer merits of a fast food restaurant or something. But I was sure that they were going to split up. So this is... This is how I was introduced into the world of Philip and Janelle communication. So, there is a good story about a fight. Thank you, and congratulations on your special episode. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for that uh, insight there. Don't worry, Janelle and I are still fine. We're not going to get a divorce. We just talk that way. That's what we do. We've built a whole entire show out of it, basically. I just think that's so funny that his innocent little mind <laughs> thought 
It was probably like you and I talking about like a band or something like that. Yeah, I'm sure like, it was nothing. We didn't even. Or what fight fast that food we were gonna then. eat at. Yeah. All right. Well, our next segment is the news. And now the news. And we're gonna actually do this bit. Yes, we are because we have some important know, stuff to tell you. We know you. stuff about our lives. So, um, please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn. Tell them all you listened to the last hundred episodes, and you're ready for a hundred more. That's right, and if you would like to email us, mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. But you can also Instagram message us, at mandarinorangeshow. And we're on Twitter, kind of, at mandarinorange. And we also have our Facebook page and group. Lots of fun stuff in there. Yes. Just posted some funny videos in there this week. So. Oh my gosh, the office thing. I haven't finished it yet. No, you really should. I started it, like, on a break at work, and then I didn't have time to finish it because the bell rang. Well, when the bell rings, you have to go. <laughs> That's your job. That's my job. All right, so let's, let's play some news catch-up here. Like... When last we updated you guys, we were in the midst of preparations for our house being Termite tented. tenting. And let me tell you, that is a chaotic experience. Yes. Um, let's, even- let's just say, in fine Phil and Janelle fashion, we were, you know, bagging up some stuff. Doing our, like, last-minute red alert. We thought we had, like, three hours. We're like, yeah, we're ahead of the game. We've got three more hours. and Because they told us they were coming between uh, 11 and 1. Yeah, and it was, like, 8. I think it was, like, two hours before. I think okay. we were, this it was, is like, like 9 eight. o'clock. It was, like, it was 9? I think it was 9. Okay. Maybe 8.30 anyway. And, Way uh, before we We thought. didn't even hear a knock, knock, knock. We just, I said, are there, like, people here? And we're out there, and people are already starting to climb up on the roof. They're Throw rolling down, down the, the tent. And they're like, oh, are you guys ready? And we're like, oh, we thought we had a few hours. And they're like, oh, didn't they call you? Like we, uh, They were really nice. Really, really nice. I'm saying like a voice. He but. was like, he was like, oh, we can come back. And we're like, no. Yeah, he's like, we well, just go ahead. Just keep getting ready. Like, we'll get started. But just, just finish your stuff up. And I was really concerned because we didn't unseal the 40 tubs in the garage. Yeah, but some of the stuff that they had suggested beforehand that we should do that we hadn't done yet, he was like, oh, that's fine. Don't worry about that. <laughs> so, we're like, are they good. filled with poisonous gas? Have you unsealed them? No, but I figure after enough time it'll dissipate. So <laughs> just I'm not going there for a while. Uh, but we did get our food and all our medicine bagged up fast enough. We had done a lot of preparation, but it was as we were like walking out, we had to walk past the cur- the curtain. I mean the the tent yeah. thing to get out. You know, I mean they hadn't pumped gas into it yet, but it was crazy. It was a lot of work, you guys. I can't believe like there was poisonous gases in this very room just a short while ago. I know. But we're okay. Like, it was real freaky. Tell them about, like, the first night back. Okay, so the first night back, because we were going to stay another night in the hotel just to be safe, but it's very outrageously priced to stay in a hotel where we live. So Yeah, for for why, I do not understand. I don't know. What's around? But when we were at the hotel, there was, like, a huge tourist group bus. Yeah. Like, the lobby was insane. There was all these, like, sports teams. Like... Why? I don't know. Why here? I don't know. 
That's what people say when we go stay in their towns elsewhere, though. So yeah, I guess but it I get actually it. isn't that busy where we go. Yeah. Like, we're the only ones in the hotel. Yeah. But um, the first night back, I, like, was just so paranoid. And I kept waking up to check if everybody was breathing. I don't know why I felt like I would be immune to the poisonous <laughs> gases that everyone were left else. behind. But I really was freaking out. It's it is a weird feeling, but I mean, seems like we're okay. And then like I read, like people who have like their houses hadn't been ventilated correctly from termite tinting, and they like died. And I was like, well, this company's credible, so I think we're okay. This like happened in Florida many years ago. I think we're okay. It just was like in a panic. So we also had to pay and get, like, a ton of plumbing done. Again, very nice plumber, but we're talking a lot of money all at the same time here. And then we come back to the house. It's been very cold in California and rainy, Mm -hmm. by the way. Like, record-breaking for Southern California. And we come back to the house, and because you have to have the gas turned off, like the natural gas turned off to your house while they're tinting. And the gas guy came, came and turned it back on. But they couldn't get the hot water heater to, to light up. And so I had to get the plumber back out. And he had to take apart the hot water heater to, like, get it fired up again. And he said, anytime the gas tur- gets turned off, we're going to have to... Probably at this point. I mean, because of the igniter. The thing's broken. Or replace it, basically. So, uh, so that's two calls for a plumber, plus that tenting and all the construction... It's a lot of money. I went and sh- went and worked out and showered at the gym because I had to go to work and you guys didn't. Oh yeah, we had an extra day off, so <laughs> with the no hot water day, we just were stinky around the house. Yeah. Uh, which is not you know ideal, but got to do what you got to do. Got to do what you got to do. So we survived the tenting, and we're we're reeling, but we made it. We made it. And. Right after the tenting, I got an amazing delivery. Oh, oh yes, you did. Yes, our good friend Dan of Dan, Dan and Trisha man. fame. He uh, made the handcrafted table that Janelle got me for Christmas. You guys may remember we talked about it our Christmas episode. Nine feet long by four feet wide, just enough to fit my giant 7,500 piece puzzle. It's huge. Um, which is, by the way, the picture on it is a world map, and it's um, endangered and extinct animals. So, like, it has little bars on the side with the extinct animals, and the endangered ones are all across. From 1998, keep in mind. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. I've got, like, the outside border put together. I've had the table for, like, a week and a half now, and I've got the outside border. And, you know, a little bit on the inside. I still probably have... A good 7,000 pieces to go. Well, and just so you know, it is a used puzzle, so he could do the whole thing and be missing a piece. We're hoping not for that. (laughs) So far, so good. You know, I've been able to find all the parts of the stuff I've been looking for, but it's going to take a while. Right. We'll keep you guys posted. But it's a beautiful table, and Janelle posted pictures of it, and everyone was like, oh, I want one. Yeah, like, Dan could go into business. Although he's like, poor Dan has had this like, Dan and Trisha's garage has been unusable for the last like four months because of this table. <laughs> yes. So, um, 
We're glad it has a home. It does. Now. It's in our kitchen. It's gorgeous. And in the process of that, I moved our kitchen table out to the playroom and like redid the whole playroom. And it's like totally usable. Yeah, like it's way better now. Like I don't know why it took us so long to do that. It was my idea. Well, yeah, but I actually did it. <laughs> it was still my idea. Yeah, you said, hey, you should completely redo the playroom. And I'm like, okay. Well, it worked, didn't it? It was a good idea, yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Happy birthday. Um, it's pretty great. It's pretty great. I love it. Yep. And um, what other news? Anything else that we need to tell about? Um, I mean, I think that's the big heavy hitters. Yeah, we have some stuff that, like, Luke and Audrey will tell you about. Yeah. Um, in some... Se- oh, spoiler alert. Luke and Audrey are going to do a segment. Of course. Like, you didn't know that, though. Come on. And, um, you know, we've got some other things coming up. But I think that's, like, the main exciting news. That is. Because that's been basically what our whole entire world has revolved around <laughs> the last little bit here. There you go. So... All right, well, on to the next segment. And the next segment that we uh, do, and this is in order of our, like, document here. Yeah, we're following along the document. And we're going to do every segment so we can use every sound effect that I've ever made for it or every transitional sound. So the next one is 28 and 28. 28. Now, if you've been a listener for at least a year, last February... We made a commitment to do exercise for 28 minutes for 28 days. Because February has 28 days. And this February, we didn't because we were having our house tinted. (laughs) But we've actually been making healthy choices in the February spirit. We've been eating healthy and you've been like exercising at the gym. I have. It's been hard to get out of my walks because it's been raining, like, literally every day. So, it, that's made it a little challenging for me to do that part of it. Um, but I feel like the massive amounts of yard work and tree cutting mm-hmm. and roof repair. Oh, I didn't talk oh. about this in the news, but as a little sidebar, since... This goes with 28 28. Talk about exercise. Um, we, part of, like, all the tons of rain and part of what triggered me to call the the termite people in the first place is we had a little leak in the playroom when it was raining. And of course that's freaky because the roof, but like when they came out into the inspection, they said that the roof looked good and the plumber guy commented that the roof looked good. My dad saw it and said it looked good. So I went up on the roof with my dad because he has the tall ladder. So he had to come down and help me out. And we found out that there's little cracks around the vents that like there's like little vertical pipe vents that come out of the roof of a house, which I didn't know was a thing until this whole incident happened. That's how handy I am. Right. And there's little cracks there, and that's like where the house was leaking. So my dad told me like, oh, it's pretty easy. Like you get this, it's called wet seal, I think, something like that. It's like basically tar, but you just you can put it on even when it's wet. So I watched like some YouTube videos because I didn't just like slop the stuff on. I actually got like this little. Uh, like netting stuff what do they call it like mesh mesh and you like do a layer of the stuff then you put the mesh and then you cover it up and you like sculpt it around there and we've had um 
I don't know, like six days of like heavy rain since then, and not a single drip has come into the house. Yay! So I patched up all of them up there You're just so to make manly. sure. Manly. It's, it's the single handiest thing I think I've ever done. I went up on the roof with tools that I bought and I patched stuff. Very proud of you. So yeah. I always knew those Legos you put together would come in handy. Had nothing to do with Legos whatsoever. <laughs> I watched a YouTube video. <laughs> And that's 28 and 28. Next up, it's the 30-day Movie Pass Challenge slash 30-day Sealed DVD Challenge. We started, like, doing this elimination game with the kids we've told you about. Yeah. And then what was chosen was Gumby's Holiday Special. And I feel like... It's, like, never-ending. Like, it's hours and hours. That's pretty great. That's not what footage. this segment is, though. You're, like, going way off topic here. <laughs> I don't know what you're going to talk well, about. Well, I was going to say that, like, last year, two years ago, we did the Movie Pass Challenge. Last year, they did the, we did the 30-Day Seal DVD Challenge in November. What's the challenge going to be this November? 30-Day what? Well, we're not going to say that now. What do you mean? We always talk about it ahead of time to hype it up. It's in November. I'm saying, what are some ideas? Um, you could do the 30 day. Does it have to be like movie based? It doesn't have to be, but it's got to be something that we could do the whole entire month. And keep in mind, Thanksgiving is in there and we often travel during Thanksgiving. Um... Well, you don't have to decide now, but dear listeners, if you've got an idea, yeah, write us in and let us way. know. I have some stuff I've been mulling over, but okay, we've covered that segment now, right? Right. Up next, we got some listener mail. You got mail. Oh my gosh, we totally got really great listener mail. We got three um, letters to read um, in our inbox. From the Mandarian Orange mm-hmm. Show at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. If you guys want to write us and congratulate us on 100 episodes, this is where you should do it. Um, so here's the last three emails. Um, we haven't gotten a ton. Like the last one we got um, that we read was from Lane a while back. And Lane, if you're out there, we miss you and we'd love to hear how your teaching contract is going. Um, but we got an email. This one is from verify at twitter.com. Mm-hmm. And it says, we noticed a recent login for your account at Mandarian Orange. Mm. Um, it was an iPhone. Someone logged in in Boston. Uh, this was back in July. <laughs> I was in Boston in July. If this was you, great. There's nothing else you need to do. Okay. I think that was me. Oh, that's a good letter. <laughs> All right. What's the next thing that we got? Um... Google security alert. This oh, one is wow. This is from no dash reply at accounts.google.com. Mm-hmm. New device signed into Mandarin Orange Show at gmail.com. Your account, your Google account was just signed into from a new Windows device. You're getting this email to make sure it was you. Check activity. Was it? It probably was, yeah. Okay. All right. And uh, one final listener mail here. These are very personal, and, and we appreciate the, uh, the sentiments here. Uh, this one is in the spam folder, and it's from Pablo Martinez. Pablo Martinez. Info at esdbmarketing.com. Um, so good to hear from you, Pablo. Are you new to the show? 
Buenos días. Tras visitar su página de internet, mm. hemos observado que está dirigida principalmente a empresas por eso. Queremos proponerles un producto que les ayudará, ayudará a aumentar signi significa significativamente su número de clientes. Mm. Le presentamos una base de datos de empresas con los datos de contacto de sus dueños y directivos. So basically, uh, he's offering to help us get our numbers up, um, is the translation. Oh. So thank you, Boy. Pablo, um, at GC Team. Uh, we appreciate that. Uh, he sent us a link to his website there, which we will not visit. And this is not an ad. <laughs> Uh, no, it seems legit, right? I mean, that's it, just goes into spam sometimes because you know, Google doesn't Pablo. know. Pablo, they don't, they don't have Pablo in our friends folder. Well, thanks, Pablo, for writing in and uh, Google and Twitter as well. If you guys would like to write to us, I mean, those are some heavy hitters, Google and Twitter. I know, I can't believe we got a hundred episode congratulations from mm -hmm. Google, Twitter, and Pablo. Wow. So, um, if you guys would like to write in and like Google and Twitter and Pablo before you, mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com or hit us up on any of our social media type stuff. That'd be great. And with that, it's time for Mommy Daddy Time. Mommy Daddy Time. We haven't gotten a lot of Mommy Daddy dates lately. But we did. And how did we get a mommy-daddy date? With the tenting. That's right, because we thought we were going to be working on it all day. So they came early. And so we went on a date. What did we do? Um, no surprise. We went to the movies. What did we see? Um, we remember? saw a movie called Stan and Ollie. Yeah, it was the one about... Laurel and Hardy. It was really good. It was so good. Like, funny and I touching. I laughed. I cried. Yes. I felt all the emotions. So I think the takeaway from this is, if you want to have a private date, a mommy-daddy time away from your kids, just get your house tinted for termites. And they'll show up early. So, and then you get a date. There you go. So that's our romance tip for the episode. <laughs> and with that, it's time for our next segment, which is My Vacation Pants. And another special guest host, which is Amber, Janelle's sister. Put on your vacation pants. Hey, everybody out there. So excited to do a My Vacation Pants segment. And, of course, I want to make it all about my favorite city that I live in, New Orleans. So the first thing that people ask, they want to know about carnival. They want to know if it's crazy. They want to know about crime. Everything you've heard is probably true, but also misunderstood. I'm going to give you guys tips on how to do New Orleans on the cheap and family-friendly. First things first, French Quarter is amazing. you got to do it. Great restaurants, amazing architecture, wonderful state history museums that are very affordable. Get the day pass. Um, after that, I would say definitely don't take your family on Bourbon Street. It's not the place for them. It's either gay bars or actual bars. It's only tourists anyway. You're not missing out on anything. Plenty more things to see in the French Quarter. Biggest thing after that is leave the French Quarter. A lot of people have this misconception that New Orleans is only the French Quarter. It's a really big city. There's a lot to explore. 
Janelle and Phil when they were here, even before I lived here, did some amazing fun things. Check it out on their IG page. But some of the things I love that they did, first up, my favorite place that I like to spend my days off is City Park. City Park is really easy to get to from the French Quarter. You can take the Canal Streetcar. It's $1.25. Exact change only, or you're going to get a change card. Kids are going to love it. Very safe, really direct route over to City Park. At City Park, you're going to find beautiful trees that are over hundreds of years old. You're going to see beautiful flowers, botanic garden, an art museum, and unfortunately, there's no longer my favorite beignet place. Rest in peace, morning call. I will miss you. After that, other places. The next up is going to be the zoo. If you're here any other month, I would say besides November, December, and January, it's going to be hot. So that being said, you're going to want to go take the kids to Cool Zoo. Cool Zoo is a splash pad fun park, and it's pretty reasonably priced. Yes, zoos are kind of something that you can see anywhere, but one cool thing about the zoo that's at the Audubon Park is that there's a Louisiana exhibit. There's an albino alligator, and there's actually an alligator that is ginormous. You can see things like a nutria rat. Think about a beaver without the tail and really disturbing long teeth. Actually, Google it right now as you're listening. They're really amazing, weird animals. If you have access to a car, the next thing I would say is take yourself out to Jean Lafitte. It is um, a national park here, and it's self-guided. It's free to get into. It's about a 45-minute drive, maybe less, from um, downtown proper. And there, there is boardwalk trails, and literally there's going to be alligators swimming up next to you. So that means keep a tight rein on the kids. Um, the visitor center is amazing. You can learn about coastal re restoration and also learn more about the swamp. And most importantly, in my opinion, as a history buff, would be the legend of Jean Lafitte, one of the pirates that helped in the Battle of New Orleans. Next up, I would say head out to the Chalmette Battlefield. This is going to be 20 minutes probably from the downtown area. Again, you're going to need a car access. Public transportation is pretty rough for this one, just like with the Jean Lafitte State Park. Out at Chalmette Battlefield, you're going to see a plantation house that was before the founding of America, so over 300 years old. Very cool. Also, there's a graveyard, and there are people buried there that have fought in um, the Native American Wars, Civil War, all the way up to World War II in Vietnam. So pretty cool battlefield, great free activity for the family. And the next thing I would definitely recommend is eat, 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 eat. Um, I know when I first came out here as a tourist, I was a vegan. Yes, I know, crazy. Love vegans. If you guys need me to give you some vegan places to eat that are super tasty and still have New Orleans flair, let Chanel know. I will definitely drop that on you guys. But that being said, there's a whole list of things you got to try. Have you ever had gumbo? Have you ever had charbroiled oysters? Have you had crawfish? Are they in season? Um, definitely always have to do the beignets. Have a muffalata. Eating is amazing, absolutely. But I think that New Orleans, mostly people have a misconception that it's not a family-friendly city, and it's also based around drinking. Don't get me wrong, even during Carnival, we love to watch the parades on St. Charles with our families, watching kids march and having a cold beer. No shame in that. But that being said, don't feel like this isn't a great place for your family. Definitely a lot of cheap museums, tons of museums to go to. Um, also keep in mind that everywhere blasts the AC. So 
a perfectly acceptable thing to do is think about small plates. So when you get overheated with your kids um, or with your family, as a lot of people do because it's a swamp, actually, I would say duck in, have a quick bite, and as we say in New Orleans, les bons temps roulés, which means let the good times roll. I hope you guys enjoy New Orleans as much as I do, and for the love of God, please do not wear beads outside of Carnival. It will make you a target, and it will show that you're a tourist. The other thing is don't call it the Big Easy. No one says that. And also, um, we say New Orleans. So fit in. You're going to have a great time. And if it's anything like my experience in New Orleans, you're going to end up moving here. If you have any questions, DM Janelle and Phil at mandarinorangeshow at gmail.com. Love you guys. Thank you for supporting my most beloved family members and listening Thank you so much, Amber, for recording that and uh, giving some great tips. Amber actually gave us a bunch of extra tips, um, which I save for later because, you know, we're uh, already running a little long in the show, but we may be using some more of her great New Orleans travel tips. Sorry, New Orleans travel tips at a later date. And up next, we've got another segment and another special guest host. This is Movie Time. Time. Excellent. So, what is the last bit? Oh, first of all, we have with us Keith. Yes. Introduce yourself. I'm Keith, and I actually co-host with you now on the Alex P. Keaton is My Friend show. That's right. We brought it back, so you guys should definitely go check that out. Yes. And um, we're talking about movies in this segment. What is the last movie you saw in the movie theater? I... <laughs> A stun. Yeah. So, over Christmas, all the family went to go see Holmes and Watson, but I stayed home with the girls. Okay. Because they're, the baby's too young to go to the, the kid center. Right. I don't know what the last movie is. You can't even think of one? Did you see, let's see, what was last year? Black Panther? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay, what about so Avengers? That was after no, that. No Avengers? Never saw that in the theater. Ant-Man? No. Mm. I know. And that's so all like, the way back to Black Panther. Yeah. I know for sure Black Panther, but I can't think of another movie that I saw in a movie theater. Wow. Yeah. The Spider-Man one? You guys didn't see that? No. Oh, there's been a lot of good movies. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I've seen them now on Redbox. Well, sure. Yeah. Or, or streaming. But yeah. Well, tell us about Black Panther in so the movie Black theater. Black Panther was amazing. So <laughs> it was kind of weird, though, because it was Aiden's birthday, and so he had gone with a, um, like six friends, and so it was co-ed. Oh. It was kind of crazy, you know, watching him with you know, the girls and boys. And, <laughs> right. Yeah, I was having a total dad moment there. <laughs> but Black Panther was awesome. I really enjoyed it. And uh, I'm just, I'm already excited for Black Panther 2. And obviously, you know, Black Panther had a role in Avengers. Yes. So that was exciting. Man, you yeah, a big role. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And then and the new... he dusted out, so. And the new, well, so you know. So you watched Avengers at home then? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, now it's it's on um, like Netflix. Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. What about did you see Ant Man at home? I did. So that's yeah. crazy, and right? He's just stuck in the quantum. He's just realm. there. Yeah. <sighs> Obviously, so he gets out because you know I've seen the trailer. Well, for yeah, we know a the few new things. Avengers, but yeah, and also a new Spider Man movie is coming out, so right. something. You yeah, know. he's got to be able to get far from home. Yeah, but we also, I mean, no one really thought they were going to kill off Spider-Man, like their multi-million dollar franchise, you know, billion dollar. Yeah, but, you know, the big rumor is that Cap's gone. Yeah, well, because he's ready to retire. Yeah, well, Robert Downey Jr., I mean, Mm -hmm. it's pretty sad. I mean, 
We did get a pretty good run there. We did. But yeah, it's kind of crazy. Although I just watched Iron Man 3 again, and it's still not my favorite of the Mm-mm. three Iron Man movies. Agreed. That's my. I think that's my lowest in the whole Marvel canon. Really? Yeah. I, I, I yeah. didn't hate it, but it's just... It's blah. And the big, like, robot battle at the end. Yeah. Once it's a bunch of robots and they're just fighting robots, who cares? Yeah. So they break robots and they break robots. Yeah, there was no... You had no skin in the game. Yeah. But... So I do watch a lot of movies at home. But well, that's... that's yeah. I haven't had a chance to go to the theater. As a parent, that's what you have to do. Yeah. We've... See, we've done... Since we got Movie Pass and now we have the AMC thing. Oh, you did get it? We did. Okay. Yeah. Because... You know, it's movie pass broke, yeah, so that didn't work anymore. And the AMC was cheap enough, and you can see up to three movies in a day. Oh, wow! Um, every day, well, no, so you get three movies a week, but you can see them if you want to do them all in a bunch. So you can go out and like do a double feature or whatever and get your money's worth in like one sitting. So, you know, because we're kind of far from AMC, yeah, there's not any close. The closest one, I think, is Ontario, that's where we've been going to, yeah. But what we'll do is I'll go out and then Janelle will go out because we can't both go at the same time. Yeah, that not doesn't with kids. Yeah, yeah, it's impossible. I know. Yep. So, well, that's movies. Yeah. Just a quick little chat with Keith. Well, thank you very much. Thanks for coming and make sure that you guys listen to Alex B. Keaton is my friend with Phil and Keith. Yes. Yes. Excellent. And now it's time for one we haven't done in a long time, and it's one that I uh, I love, but I have to prepare for. Did you prepare for it? And that's the problem that I usually have. (laughs) It's the movie quote game. Come on down to the movie quote game. The game that he's been playing from the start of our relationship. That's right. Well, um, it's uh, it's been a while, so I want to explain the rules. But basically, I say quotes from movie uh, from a movie, mm-hmm. and you have to guess what it is. I say one. I try to start with something that's more obscure, and I get more obvious until you figure it out. Yes, that's the game, and you can play along from home by guessing along with us. So. Um, I'm going to start out with something, and uh, we'll see what you get. Now, just a note, too. I'm going to try not to do, like, like I, when I do it, I might not say it in the same accent or inflection that it said in the movie, because I don't want, you know, sometimes that could give it away. So I'm just going to say the words that it says in the movie. I'm not, like, quoting it as, you know, as the character. Because my impressions are so vivid and good that it would immediately give it away, right? Got it. All right. Lord, I am afflicted by a bald spot. Or I'm afflicted with a bald spot, I believe. Mm, do I make a guess? Yeah, make a guess. Um, I'm going to say, and it's a movie. And it's a movie. It's a movie. TV shows. Because I was thinking it was like George Costanza or something. Um, I'm going to guess Mrs. Doubtfire. It's a good guess, but the answer is no. Okay. Now this is this is a hard one because you'll know like you you know a lot of the quotes from it, right? Um, oh, that's a hint. It is. <laughs> that's enough out of you, big nose. It's enough out of you, big nose. 
Hmm. Little voice? No. Oh, he looks at me. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. Ooh, this is getting okay. I'm not I got I have a list of them, but I've got to think of one that you're not gonna know. He has a wife, you know. My man Godfrey? No. Ooh, this is fun. <laughs> this is good. This is good. Okay. I'm gonna start making them easier so that we can move along here. Okay. Luis Waja. Who framed Roger Rabbit? Hmm, good guess, but no. No. Um. Luis Waja? Yes. Um. <laughs> the Princess Bride? No. No. Do you not know? No. Do you mean Okay, easy one? I'm gonna give you an easy one. I only said that. My wife made me a dinner that was good enough for Jehovah. <laughs> um, this is Brian, yes. Life of Brian. Monty Python's The Life of Brian. <laughs> I, I should have done the beard one. Are you going to view women here? No, 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 no. <laughs> That's a really funny movie that we watched back in college. Yes. You showed me that for the first time. Highly controversial. <laughs> Although I think there's a lot of uh, interesting lessons that can yes, be taken away definitely. out of that movie. If you approach it with the right mindset. Right. Because, my goodness, they did their research. Right. And, you know, say what you will about, you know, some of the content of it. Their commentary on things is absolutely brilliant. Yes. And filmmaking wise, it's one of the most accurate depictions of that era. You know, and they, they're known for that. When they did Holy Grail, same thing. Like, mm-hmm. they did their research. They knew what they were doing. And that's that's they smart like comedy. the Tim and Eric before Tim and Eric. Oh, okay. As much as I love Tim and Eric, like, <laughs> there's no comparison. Like, there's a, we're talking about another level. Tim and Eric are geniuses, but they're geniuses at what they do, and what they do is not Monty Python. I knew I would get a reaction. Oh. That's wonderful, though. All right, we did the movie quote game. Well, up next, we have some very special guest hosts. We're very excited to bring you Couch Potato Corner. Couch Potato Corner. The CPC. Phil and Janelle, happy 100th episode, guys. (gasps) Happy 100th episode. I can only hope (laughs) that Kristen and I will make it as far in our podcast land, as you guys did. 100 episodes is huge in podcast talk. Congratulations. That's a, that's, that's a pretty epic moment. So Phil, uh, Phil, Phil had actually reached out to Kristen and I to host a little segment that he refers to as Couch Potato Corner. And as Kristen and I, who host a podcast, Call Me Cordelia, find it wherever you find podcasts, he thought that we would be a good... That we'd be a good host. We would be good hosts. And obviously to... we are. We're killing it already, guys. We're killing it. We're killing it. Um, but he wanted us just to kind of like talk about um, TV shows. Which, yeah. if there's one thing we love more than podcasting and each other, it's TV. So we host two TV-themed podcasts. We do. Kristen, talk about our uh, our podcast Call Me for Cordelia, a which is 
centered around all things Anne of Green Gables. So the TV portion of that is Road to Avonlea, which we are currently working through. That's true. On season three. three currently. So that is one. And then Dave and his buddy host, what kind of... two? <laughs> they finished one show, wrapped that, and have started a new one. So currently, uh, we are doing a Knight Rider podcast. We are reviewing and rewatching the entire original series. Uh, as of this release... I believe we will have just finished recording and getting ready to release our season two premiere of Knight Rider. Uh, so that's really a huge thing. My, my buddy Greg and I, we love 80s television, and this just seemed like the natural progression. We did MacGyver first and sort of segued into Knight Rider. And then Kristen and I have been doing Anne of, uh, Anne of Green Gables and all of its iterations for almost a year as of this recording, actually. So to celebrate Phil and Janelle, we have decided to do... Our top five favorite TV shows. Yes, indeed. Drum roll. <laughs> okay, who's first? All right, we'll go round robin, quick back and forth. Kristen, your number five television show. The Office. The Office. Oh, good choice. My number five, Arrested Development. I like how you wrote your list down, and I'm just going off the cuff, by the way. Uh, My well, number I- four, <laughs> Gilmore Girls. Oh, good mm-hmm. choice. My number four, 30 Rock. I love 30 Rock. Okay. All right, what do you got? You got your number three, Kristen. Go for it. My number three is The Good Place. You really? That that is a very recent show. You're actually putting that on your list. I'm going to put it on the list. All right. And it edged out some all-time favorites. All right, I got you. My number three is Friends. Um, I can't believe number th- only number three. No matter how old that show gets and how irrelevant it is <laughs> nowadays, um, highly, highly politically incorrect, I still can't help but watch those episodes now that okay. they're on Netflix. Uh, we're up your number two. What do you got? Another new addition to the canon. What do you got? Shit's Creek. I was putting that as our what are we currently watching, and for you to put those in your top five. It's in my top five, and it edged out 30 Rock... Which is saying something. That is absolutely. I mean, if you guys, if, if, if any of you listeners out there who, who listen to Phil and Janelle, if you haven't seen Shit's Creek yet. It's a must watch. It's an absolute must watch. Um, my, my number two? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. My number two is MASH. Okay. And that is only because your brothers were the ones who turned me onto that show and I can't, I can't get enough watching MASH. Okay. I love that show. My right. number one favorite I... television show oh, of I all time. Parks and Recreation. Parks and Recreation. Mm-hmm. Good old less vegetables. That one, <laughs> there was no contest. No. The ones below it had some competition. Oh, absolutely. My number one is going to surprise. <gasps> oh. oh what do you you want to run? Do you have a runner up? You know, I'm wondering if I should replace New Girl, um, replace Good Place with New Girl. Oh, see, you, I know you had said that last time. Mm-hmm. So there's kind of a tie for number three, which really makes it a top six. That's fine. But I have to say my number three is tied Good Place and New Girl. We love television. And so yeah. my number one is going to be a surprise for, for you because I've only just started rewatching the show. It's The Sopranos. That makes me want to roll my eyes. I don't believe it. For You're audibly second. rolling them right now. Yeah. I can see you from across Although, the table. You'll notice there's not a lot of drama in either of our lists. That's because Kristen hates drama. Well, yes, but MASH is a dramedy. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Sopranos is definitely a drama. But other than that, it's it's mostly mostly comedy. Situational comedies. Now, Gilmore Girls, again, maybe can... It's a comedy for sure, but it can have like some darker moments. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think that was a pretty good list. 
Phil and Janelle, congratulations. Congratulations on 100 episodes. We'll talk to you guys soon. Okay, first of all, I have to say, like, and we've been saying this ever since we got to know the Champas a bit. They're the East Coast version of Phil and Janelle. They I'm are. sorry, they are. I feel like we are truly kindred spirits. Absolutely. Like, when they were saying their list, with with very few exceptions, they're, like, yeah. all of our favorites. Or... Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not, like, huge into Gilmore Girls, but you are. You I know? love so, Gilmore Girls. Like, almost all of them. I've never watched The Sopranos, to be fair. So it's I don't know. It's a little know. violent for me. But um, I do love mob movies and you stuff. You do, so, so you probably love it. I mean, The Godfather and, What's you know, What's your feelings Casino. on M.A.S.H.? I mean, like, I've always enjoyed M.A.S.H., you know, like, as a rerun kind of thing. I've never given it my full attention. It's usually, like... You know, late at night and whatever TV show and the hotel room is like goes on to, you know, paid programming and you yes. flip around and what's left but MASH. Yes. And so I'll put it on. That's typically how I watch MASH. But I don't like dislike it. And I, I remember my parents loved it as a kid. And, you know, there's yeah. fun stuff. But so I don't know. I, I just have to say. But he has that like brotherly connection with it. Right, right, right. So. We're going to say our number one TV show. I mean, I guess everybody knows, but should we say it at the same time? Because I think we both have the same. Well, yeah. Okay, so ready? One. Two. Three. Freaks and Geeks. Yes. So I was surprised, Champas, that did not make your list. And if you don't know Freaks and Geeks, then my goodness, stop what you're doing right now. And there's only 18 episodes. It's one season. It's a perfect television show. It's amazing. There's nothing wrong with it. Other ones that would appear on my list in addition to Mm -hmm. theirs would be Seinfeld and, um, of course, Family Ties. Yes. And Ren and Stimpy. And I would add The Wonder Years. Yeah. There's lots. I mean, we love TV, too, much like Champ has said. We could sit here and list stuff Mm -hmm. all day, but... Um, but we agreed. But my gosh, Thirty Rock, we Parks just and Rec, The Office. What, we just rewatched all of The Office. Oh, so, so that was great. My other favorite part about theirs is that when I was, you know, writing back and forth, and they said, you know, what do you need? And I said, if you guys could record a quick segment for us, and I said it needs to be five minutes or less because, um, you know, we, we got have a, a lot of we got segments. a lot of stuff to cover, and their audio file that they sent me is exactly to the second. Five minutes. I mean, beautiful. That's some beautiful podcast. I mean, I was like biting my nails as they were getting towards the end of it. Like, are they going to pull it off? Like, because they knew they had to end it and they did it. They exactly got it. You guys have to check out their podcast. They, they are just, they're just delightful. Yes. Their banter makes me cackle every time I listen to them. Yes. Um, And so good. And their whole, their whole joke was that because we went over to their house, total strangers. Yeah, never in met Maine. In Maine, they invited us over, they fed us dinner, they allowed us to record in their podcasting room. Their awesome, like, basement <laughs> studio. And um, their their whole thing was like, we're so glad you weren't murderers. <laughs> <laughs> and their kids played with Switch with our kids. Yes, and they did a puppet show. And they did a puppet show. So. Anyway, we love them. Call Me Cordelia mm-hmm. is their podcast about Anna Green Gables and Avonlea and all things um, Anne. 
And uh, Champa and Klein, the Night Rider years. Yes. Is uh, is Dave's podcast with his friend Greg, where they talk about Night Rider. They also did a run, like they said, of uh, MacGyver. So, and he's done a couple other cool idea or cool podcasts, like some unique ideas. So you can check out their Champa and Klein brand. Check um, them out for more about that. So, moving right along. Thank you guys again for doing that. And we have a very special guest host for this next segment. Video games. Video games. Luke is here. He is the one that you heard his cute voice saying video games just now. And he's going to talk to us about video games. Mm -hmm. So, let's see. Well, just this last weekend, we had an awesome video game day where we played a video game on every single system that Daddy owns. And how many systems is that? We yeah. had 18. Yeah. It took it took it took a couple days because we had to like we did like we only had like three more games but we had to do it the next day because we had so many games to do. And what were some of your favorites that we played? And um, what this, were they on? This game called Guilty Party on Wii, where it's like a mystery game, where it's like kind of like Clue, and you're like trying to find out the mystery. And then there's, uh, let's see, we'll also spot the the board game one in the NES, where it's like you have to fill up the box to make it all your color. It's r- a really cool game. That's a four-player one on the original Nintendo. Mm. What else? Any others? Let's see. Uh, also, I also really liked uh, the the four player Pac Man on the DS. It's Ooh, yes. really fun. Pac Man versus it's yeah. called. Where like everybody's like everybody's a ghost, and then one person is Pac Man, and you have to get Pac Man. And um, what about like what games are you playing right now? What what is your current gaming stuff you've got going? Well, on the Switch right now, I was playing Octodad. Yeah. Can and you, then... Can you sing the song a little bit for them? What? Octodad. Nobody suspects a thing. Octodad. Octodad. <laughs> Very good. And then... T- tell them, for people that don't know, tell them about what Octodad is. So what it is, is like, so... You're an octopus in disguise, and you pretend to be a dad. And what it is is you're an so when you're the octopus, you have to do a bunch of things that a dad would do, and like it's really funny and weird because like the way you control is so weird. Like your tentacle just goes everywhere. It's kind of like if you were really an octopus walking around. Yeah. Okay, and then what was one other one you're gonna tell us? Uh, I also been like play on DS Professor Lane and the Last Spectre. Mm. Yes, very good. You guys have been really into Professor Layton games, huh? Mm-hmm. Tell people what that what those are like. So it's like a mystery game, uh, where like you solve puzzles and brain teasers, and you solve like mysteries. It's really fun. And last question: What is your all-time favorite video game? Legend of Zelda. Any particular one or just all the Legend of Zeldas? All of them. All right. Thank you for talking with us, Luke. You're welcome. Bye. I cannot tell you, like, 
how much Luke and Audrey loved that video game day. Yeah. Like, we could have been... We could have taken him to, like, Walt Disney World, and they would have just been just as excited. It was yeah. like... Well, and we did elimination the whole time. We let them pick games, and um, after we were done, we let everyone pick one game that they yeah. wanted to replay that was their favorite. It was just... It was so cute, and it was so fun. Almost all of them that we could play, anyway, were multiplayer. Some of the systems yeah. don't have multiplayer function, but... Um, we did mostly like four player stuff, and it was just, it was a blast. So, Merry Christmas 2017. That's right. That was my Christmas present. <laughs> Moving along, it's time for fiction books. You like fiction books? Fiction books is one of my favorite kinds of books. Do you like fiction? Like it. I try to love it. That's crazy. I've never met anyone else who likes fiction. All right. What you been reading in fiction? So, How you doing on our I book club? started the book club book. Yes. Jane of Lantern Hill. And it's really good. How far are you? A couple chaps. <laughs> well, our listeners, if they're following along with the book club, are two books past that already. So, Really? Yeah. I didn't even know that. What are we on? Well, um, The Golden Road. Um, we just, just started The Golden Road. Um, although we're kind of... I always have them like, overlap a bit because, you know, people are going to take their time so i'm still like just just about finished with the story girl and then the golden road is the direct sequel to story girl but those are the two that a lot of avonlea is based on the tv right. show so speaking of the uh all things Anna and Green Gables. yes so um i just read the um shoot what's it called proof of the pudding proof of the pudding proof of the pudding yeah the one where she puts uh sawdust into <laughs> the the pudding and oh my gosh, it's just as good in the book. So it was really interesting though how they adapted it. Like they changed the characters around, and um, but Felicity's still pretty much Felicity. That's right. probably the most true adaptation is her because she's yeah. such a brat. Yeah, she thinks she's hot she stuff. She is a booger. Um, but anyway, so that's been fun. So if you're following along with our uh, book club, it's Vecchio Book Club on Goodreads, and um, we're. Like I said, we're on the golden road. We're starting right now. Yes. So. Um, we also read um, Island of the... You read Island of Blue Dolphins. We mm-hmm. talked about that, I think, already. I'm pretty sure. I read a sh- book of short stories by O. Henry. I feel like we talked about those. It's been a while. We did. But we did I talk about ghosts and other scary stories? The one with the Game Boy? The haunted Game Boy? I mean, you told me, but I don't know if it was on the podcast. I don't know. Well, I just got, like, one of my silly... I love, like, silly kid ghost books. I have, like, a weird collection of ghosts who went to school, the peanut butter poltergeist, that kind of thing. And I got this one that has a story about a haunted Game Boy in it. And um, it's it's goofy. A kid, like, finds a ghost by a tree, but he doesn't know it's a ghost at first. And the ghost, like, offers to help him study for his math test if he can borrow his Game Boy. And so he lets... And, but they talk about, like, Tetris and Super Mario Land in the story. And he winds up, like, letting him borrow it overnight. And then he comes back and <laughs> the ghost leaves the, the Game Boy for him in a haunted tree hole. And Wow. It's pretty amazing. They license this? I don't know. I mean, they show the little copyright, register copyright thing or trademark. I guess that means they did. So they must have. But it's, it's a weird, like, marketing choice. That's there. amazing. So read, uh, read the books with us, guys. Yeah, yeah. Vecchio Book Club. I'm already choosing. So our, our series of three books after this is going to be the Emily books, which are also Ellen Montgomery 
And then we're going to take a little break from LM and go on to some other stuff. I've already got our book, our four book series planned. Oh, good. So, I'll keep you guys posted on that. I'll be like a year behind, maybe two. Yeah, probably. That's usually how it goes. (laughs) All right. Well, this is exciting. We're going to add, since we're doing every segment, I figured it would be time to add a new segment. Something we've never done before. So, tell us the new segment, Janelle. Music. Brings the people together. Well, you know, music is such a huge part of our lives and my life. And we've always got stuff to talk about in there. You know, we always just put it in other categories. We talked about Blue Christmas in other categories. Meets its own psyche. It does. And um, I hope you enjoy the new uh, transition there. Um, I got a little baby uh, toy train whistle thing. And Uh, I was like... Window whistle blows. (laughs) I need to use that. So, um, anyway, we have some exciting news in the world of Popbox Music, which is my record label. Yes. We're putting out an album by R.B. Brown, who uh, is from Australia, and it's a solo project. International artist. It'll be our first international release, and that's going to be coming out in March, working on getting the details, final details of that all put together, but that's very exciting. What have you been listening to musically lately, Janelle? Well, I was listening to a little Joy E on the way home from work today. Yeah, Joy Electric. And this is going to sound really weird. Yeah. But I am, like, jamming my jams to Michael W. Smitty's new album. Yeah, that's, like, been your obsession. Guys, it is so good. What's it, A Million Lights, I think it's a called? A Million Lights. Like, we're going to see him in concert next month. And it might be a worship concert and not his pop album, but... I really hope he plays something from it. Seriously, that's been, like, Janelle's number one listen to CD. I, like, play it all the time. It's my favorite. I've been listening to a lot of vinyl lately, as I often do. But the other big exciting news is we went to Target, and I found a cassette player, a cassette deck. It's a combination CD cassette player. Because I've been looking for one. The only tape player I have... I have a lot of old tapes, you know, demos from bands and old mm-hmm. tapes and cassettes from back in the day that I like listening to, especially with the kids. We usually listen to them out in the playroom. And the tape player we have been listening to them on is my old clock radio. Right. Um, from when I was like 12. And I've right. used it ever since then. And the motor's finally starting to die on it. So I need a new tape player. And like the ones on Amazon are all either super expensive or all super like low review junky ones. So. Right. Found one at Target for 30 bucks, and, uh, you know, I mean, it's probably not super high-end, but I bought a tape player at Target. Along with your game. And I got a, a uh, Crossfire. You'll get caught up in the Crossfire. Crossfire! And it was funny, because you were saying my sister, like, remember the commercial? I have no recollection. <laughs> and I think it's because she would go to her dad's house every weekend, and... Watch cable. She watched different TV than you. Yeah. That's the secret. I, we only had, we're allowed to watch Disney Channel. And they did not have Crossfire. They did not have commercials at all back then. Nope. 
All right, well, that's music talk, but we'll uh, have that segment come up occasionally, so pretty cool. And now we have another very, very special guest host for... Oh, she's a schmoo Teaching talk. Mommy and Daddy is teaching talk. Teaching talk. So, um, Audrey is here to guest host... Mommy and Daddy's Teaching Talk. That's her cute voice that you heard introducing the segment there. Audrey has some exciting stuff going on in school, so I'm going to let her tell you about it. Tell us about some of the cool stuff going on in school right now. Well, first things first, I'm going to be in my school spelling bee. You are, and this is how many times you've been in a spelling bee? Two years in a row. That's right. And it's against, like last year when you did the big one, it was against what grades? Um, it was kindergarten to eighth grade. And what grade are you in? Well, you were last year in... Third grade. So okay. this year, it's this year I'm in fourth grade. And tell us, what what were the words that you had to spell, like, in your class spelling bee to become the champion? What are some of the words you spelled correctly? Well, the one that I spelled to get into it was slobbery. And how do you spell that? Slobbery. S-L-O-B-B-E-R-Y. Slobbery. Very good. And um, what was the word you got out on last year? Um, in the big spelling bee. Sullen. And how do you spell sullen? Do you know now? S-U-L-L-E-N. Mm-hmm. Very good. And now you're holding something in your hand. You might hear some crinkling there. Tell me the other thing that's going on at school right now. I'm one of the lead acts in my, in my school play. That's right. And what is your school play about? It's about California history. And what is your role? I'm, well, there's the main characters, they're, they don't, the, they don't really have names, they're just Kid 1, Kid 2, Kid 3, and Kid 4, and I'm Kid 2. Kid 2, one of the four main kids in the show. Very exciting. You already have your lines memorized, even though you just got yeah. your part today, right? <laughs> <laughs> read, read like a couple lines that you're going to say. Just pick one. Good luck with that. How are you possibly going to learn everything about California's history in one afternoon? <laughs> okay, do one more. I could call my mom and ask if I could stay. I think he really needs help. That's good. You're a good kid number two. <laughs> the funny thing is, in our family, you were born kid number one. <laughs> Luke's kid number two. Um, and since this is teaching talk, last question for you. What do you think makes a good teacher? As a student, what, what to you makes a good teacher? What are some qualities of a good teacher? Well, I like when they do, like, fun activities in class. Yeah. What else? Well, I like nice teachers. Nice teachers that do fun stuff? Yeah. That's pretty good. All right, well, thank you for joining us on the show, Audrey. Say goodbye. <laughs> so, lots of big news in Audrey's life. I know. She's so excited, and we're so proud of her. So proud of her. She's already got her whole entire script memorized. And yeah. So she just got cast today. She got today. cast today, and it's all memorized. She's taking the whole, if you don't have it memorized by the deadline thing, that they'll cast your understudy. <laughs> like, very, very seriously. seriously. Yeah, so she's going to be just fine. And she also wants to be a teacher as of now when she grows up, yeah. which I think is very appropriate, very inspiring. 
Okay, we have just a few left here. So next we have one we haven't done in a long time, and it's called Church is Broken. I, th I mean, I think we could, can, like, refresh everybody on our view about Church yeah. being broken. Yeah, talk about what that means. So, Phil... And I, when I started going to school to be a teacher, I was, like, learning all these new teaching strategies, and then I have to continue my education and get a certain amount of hours in every five years to be on the up and up and on the cutting edge of teaching. And I was sitting in church with Phil, and we were, like, writing notes back and forth, and we're like, why is it the same thing? Like, it's been... Like, at this point, thousands of years. Well, hundreds. <laughs> and, like... What you're saying is the, the lecture the format of a Sunday morning show. Yeah. Like, why, why are we... If the, if the point is to teach and grow our understanding, like, why are we still, like, teaching in ways that have been proven people don't learn effectively? Right. So the idea is that church, as in the way that we do a Sunday morning service, not the church, the body of Christ, mm -hmm. like big church picture idea, right. but that a sun, the way that Sunday morning, listening to a lecture needs to be fixed. And we would hope to be church fixtures. And actually, actually we're, we have been working on, although we kind of stalled out, but we are still developing some online courses that churches could use to yeah. help do interactive teaching. The idea being not so much that we're coaching people on their theology, which is a whole separate ball of wax, yeah. but, but that... just how to be innovative on a Sunday morning. And how to integrate teaching strategies mm -hmm. that, we've, that have been developed over the decades that are constantly evolving and growing and improving, how to integrate that into Sunday morning, because... So much is antiquated about what we do Sunday mornings. Right. And it's not, you know, not every church has every part of it that they do wrong, but they're, every church has something that they could have improved by better teaching strategies. Mm -hmm. So that's the idea there. And um, we'll keep you posted on the development of our, our uh, online program. Yeah. You can, uh, you can uh, read up and hear about it here, and we'll let you know when we start releasing courses yeah incidentally we've been going to a cool church um i think we talked briefly about it when we did blue christmas there um but it's, it's been like just almost a year well i guess not quite a year like a little less less than a year since we started going yeah it's july i guess like a year and a half <laughs> i mean like half a year i'm tired <laughs> you can tell i'm tired when i can't do like counting you can't do math can do calendar math. Calendar math. How far is it from <laughs> July to February? August, September, October, <laughs> November, December, January, February. Like seven months. We enjoy it. And you um, stayed home with Luke because Luke was running a fever. On the Sunday, yeah. I didn't want to expose him. But I was really excited because... Um, He's not the pastor because they have, like, a teaching team yeah. at our church. But um, he actually used teaching strategies in his lesson on Sunday. And we haven't, like, 
talk to him about this. Yeah. So, and turns out he's in education, so he that's what he was going for. But um, he actually played a game during a Sunday morning. Yeah. He showed a video. He had visuals. And, like, that's really amazing. Like, yeah. It's weird, though. Like, how many people, when we've talked to you about, like, integrating that kind of stuff into, like, a Sunday morning thing, are like, oh, I don't know. Like, I mean, like, a sermon is a sermon, you know? Like, like it's sacred. Because if I, it was up to me, I would be, like, sermon needs to be gone. We don't use the sermon yeah, word. Don't even it's see. a lesson. Like, you're, you're teaching a lesson. That's what it's about. Right. We don't, we, we should move past that. Yeah. So. Well, and that's that. All right. Um, next, this is a fun segment, and it's going to be a little chaotic, but a few weeks ago, we did a really fun board game night with our friends, the Borgs and the Eltons. And it's going to become a regular thing. Yes. So. Um, but there's, like, two new babies in, like... If All of a sudden, since this recording that we made, There's the Borgs have a new baby and the Eltons have a new grandbaby. So we've kind of had like a, our schedules haven't lined up yes. just yet. It's been a um, little. <laughs> to do it again. But we recorded this at the game night and so you'll hear just some fun stuff. So it's time for game night. Yes. And now we're going to move on to game night. <laughs> So it's pretty exciting with our 100th episode and all. We gathered some friends and we're actually at a game night. So let's just like meet who is in our game night group. I'm just going to call us the group. So, all right, go ahead. Trisha. Dan. Carly. Kyle. Listener of the show. Former having written into the show. Yes, yes. So we're gonna. The kids kids are playing their own game night too. But we're gonna just do some game reviews live. So we just played a game called Anomia. And how do you. Or Anomia. Depending on how you want to pronounce it, although there is a pronunciation guide on the back of the box. (laughs) Really fun game that um, Trisha and Dan brought. So we just want a little review from each of you guys. guys. I think it's fun. It's a bit stressful. Yeah. Stressful. Quick thinking. (laughs) Kind of reminded me of Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah. I think it keeps you on your toes and it's a lot of fun. And you keep winning, yeah. Carly. Yeah, I think that's the best part is that I won. Twice. Except the, except the last round. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kyle won. Oh, Kyle did. We tied for a second. I, I like the last round because I won. Yeah. Right. I like to, like, let them win every now and then. It, it reminds me a lot of the three-second rule. Or five-second rule? Five-second five second rule. rule. It's a very similar type of, like... Because they're not hard, difficult categories, but when you have to think of it when fast. When you're on the spot. Well, some of them are. But mostly, it's something silly. Like, I we did have lizard. to look up, what was that one? Assemblage noun? The noun, noun of assemblage. assemblage. That's a collective noun, like a flock of seagulls. Yeah. So. Or a pod. Yeah. yeah, or Echo and the Bunny Pod noun. of dolphins. Oh, wait, no. A group of protesters. <laughs> I'm still saying that that's what it is. <laughs> All right, so. We'll come back after the next we'll game. Play We're going to do one more round of this. Because um, someone besides the boards has to win one of them, right? Yeah. I have, I have a question, though, that's not related. Can I ask it? Yeah, ask it. Okay, so is Christmas break vacation Janelle the same as summer Janelle? 
<sighs> she doesn't get as deep into vacation mode as she does during the summer for a couple reasons. One, just the length, obviously. But two, there's too much stuff going on. We gotta wrap presents, and there's all kinds of activities okay. to get to and that kind of thing. I actually got in trouble last night because I guess I was being moody, Janelle. Oh, <laughs> yeah, she was grumpy, Janelle, yesterday. <laughs> So, I don't get that way during summer break. No. Okay. All right. She wanted to, like, book hotels for later. She's like, where do you want to stay? And I'm like, I don't know, but I'm not going to help you right now. You're being a grouch. She's like, what? Nothing wrong. I'm like, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not being grouchy at you. Just tell me where you want to stay. I'm like, you're going to bed. I'm not, I'm not talking to you Did anymore. she call you an idiot? No, she's not calling me an idiot. But she did. She was grumpy. You don't want the kids to start calling yeah. you. That's right. No, no name calling. All right, we'll be back. All right, back after Anomia. Anomia. Anomatopoeia. Yes. Where are we at? All right, tell us what the standings are in Rook, Janelle. All right. So I'm gonna go from the bottom. In sixth place with negative 105 points is Kyle. Thank you. Thank you. Um, in fifth place with 95 points is Trisha. Yeah. Okay. In Where's fourth my place <laughs> I know. Right? Oh, with yeah. 290 points is Dan the man. And in third place, Maya? Yeah. With 310 points is me, Yay. Janelle. And then um, in second place with 315 points. Just five points ahead of third place. Is Phil. You had to point that out. What? (laughs) That that, uh, you were only five points ahead of me. Yeah, that means it was close. Oh, no, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I got it. That's not a bad thing. And then, drum roll please, the winner of Rook Game Night is... Carly with 630 points. Speech. Boy. Speech. All right, let's hear. What do you guys think? Um, I would like to say um, thank you. <laughs> I want to thank Kyle and everyone, my teammates, Church and Janelle and Dan and Phil. But I was a little, I was a little intimidated to play because the Vecchios are just um, card game. Sharks. Sharks. Like. sharks. And, um, sharks means that we cheat, though, right? No, no, it just means you're really good. Okay. But I thought it kind of meant you were sneaky about being good. Like, we're very open about it. <laughs> you guys are very humble. <laughs> um, no, they're not. <laughs> okay, well, I just, I'm really excited that we played, and I was able to pull off the win. Let's, <laughs> Let's get a quick review of okay. Rook from everybody. Wait, thanks for my 200-point sweep right there. I know. That's Trisha right. did shoot the moon her first time playing. Yep. which is only a feat that I've done. So, congratulations. Thank Welcome you. to the club. You've never done it? No, I've done it, but My not first time. first time oh, playing. Oh, oh, first okay. time playing. So, Trisha, what did you think? It was fun. I like that it was uh, changing partners. And yeah, unknown. you never know what you're going to get. But be careful what you bid, because you can lose it all. Yeah. <laughs> Dan, He's you're on the spot. Salad else? <laughs> Reminded me of uh, Hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of similarities there. Yeah. This is the Christian version for families that weren't allowed to play with real decks of cards. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> so, um, my it's review true. is that it's great. I'd recommend it for anyone, beginning level. 
expert level. <laughs> Anyone can do it. <laughs> I thought it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of strategy, and you have to kind of figure out what's going on all the time and who's on your team and who's not. I liked it. Very nice. Woo. We just outbursted. Mm-hmm. Yes. The boys won, boys versus girls. Boys won. What did you guys think of Outburst? Well, I will say, though, that the boys won because they passed the hard ones to the girls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like, thanks. Strategy. Like, uh, so you, out, you got out strategy. Yeah. Strategy. We never got, like, hard ones to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They had um, types of, or er, things you put lemons on. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. We, we also had have, sweaters. Yeah. We had to get Democratic national nominees or whatever. We had hair un- equipment. Uni- United Nations mixed back. Yeah. yeah. That one was pretty hard. I, I would have gotten the same one that you Types guys had. Types of liquor we failed. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good thing, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. Overall, thoughts about the game, though? It was fun. It was fun. It's a fun team game. On the Mandarian show. <laughs> We have a, we, we do need a good, like, theme song with words, <gasps> yeah. right? You need to do a jingle. You don't have a jingle? You know, well, we oh have a God. song. I the song. you don't. You're always singing stuff. The song <laughs> is a song that Janelle and I recorded. It's yeah, just let's not hear it. One time I got in a fight in the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we just completed our first game of Settlers of Catan. Carly won. <laughs> what? Why are you laughing? Because we're all yawning. Carly won, although it was like neck and neck, pretty close race. What'd you guys think? It was fun. Yeah, awesome. Yay, it was so fun. Now that I know strategy, I'll play differently next yeah. time, that's yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. You definitely, like, the best way to learn it is just to play, though. It's yeah. not worth, like, sitting and pouring over all the stuff before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, no. Yeah, that would have been too difficult. It was fun. I didn't win a single game tonight, so I'm uh, Sad for myself. <laughs> did, you, did you guys not try as hard because they oh, no. that was test? never absolutely so not. No. Do that. So you don't have to question that. No, okay. you never. I don't let my own kids win <laughs> a game. Yeah, they, they learn. Throw them in the deep end, you know. Okay. No, but that's the cool thing about settlers, though, is that I mean, there's a lot of strategy, obviously, but it's also some, some of it is luck of the draw yeah. or how the board is laid out, you know. And if you happen to get some good rolls right away, you can build it up quickly, but sometimes you don't. I got pinned in right at the beginning, like third turn in, I knew I was done. Like there was no way. <laughs> I thought I still I was tried, gonna but you know. Get it. I thought I but was gonna get I it too. A seven. I would have if I didn't roll a seven. Yeah. So fun game. So now, real quick, rank the games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think like they're too different. It's too hard to rank them. Well, like, what was your favorite? Yeah. Favorite like, game in the favorite night. then. <clears throat> Mine's a tie between the what's the card game again? Rook, Rook, Rook and uh, Settlers. Okay, that's a good. I like that. That's, those those are my favorite too. No, we also played Outburst and Anomia. Oh, I like that one too. I feel like they're all so different. It's hard to judge them. Yeah. Don't judge them. My least Why favorite probably like? was Outburst. <laughs> Outburst. Yeah, just that's because my it was favorite. too outdated. Yeah. I was like, I don't need that. Part of the charm. <laughs> yeah, you gotta think back in the 1970s. Oh, wait, yeah, you were born. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Carly had Kyle had a really hard time. <laughs> Kyle, what was your favorite? Um, I really like Catan, but I've played it before. So my number one was Rook. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Yes. 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 I really like it. That was fun. Dan, how about you? Rook. Rook? Yeah. 
We'll yeah. play a thousand point game next yeah, time. Yeah, we need to do like their full game. I think game. it was that different because that's fast paced. Yeah. Where the other game was like slower. Yeah. Yes. So. All right, well, that's good. I guess we're calling it a night. It's not quite midnight, but I guess everyone wants to go to bed. So no, we are going to church today. <laughs> I know. We start can do one more round of rook. It's up to you guys. We don't have to drive home. We only have to drive home like two minutes. So. <laughs> I already it's up told to the, the kids Elton's. to clean up down there. Oh, they don't mind. They'll be excited. No, because they, wanted to, they just started a game, and I told them, no, oh. clean up. <laughs> Give them some candy. <laughs> That's <laughs> parents. All right. All right. Well, okay, nice. thank you for sitting in on our game night. We'll let you know if we decide we to play, play another one. one? Yes. <laughs> We're gonna do rock paper scissors. All right. <laughs> I can't even tell you how fun that was. It was so fun. I know. We love you guys, and we need to get together again. Yes, soon. This like will be a reminder of how much fun we had. And by the way, Carly, like. She's totally amazing at games, and I feel like she was kind of like pulling the wool over our eyes. Like a game shark, like total game shark, right? Oh, I don't know. Like, oh, is this how you play? And then she like win the whole thing. So, (laughs) and then we have one final segment, and um, this one we have some more guest hosts. My parents. I don't know. Do they introduce themselves as Tony and Marilyn? I forget. It's my mom and dad. It's Vintage Vecchios. Why didn't we drive down? Why didn't we drive down? (laughs) Why didn't you drive down? I don't know. That is true. It's a long ways. (laughs) In the olden days. (laughs) Are we on live? Yeah, you're recording right now. No, I'm not recording. <laughs> well, it took okay. so long. They hook up the horse and buggy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't know why we didn't drive down. Don't say that because it makes us sound not good. Maybe we should do a different story. <laughs> Any other stories we can do? There's got to be something else funny. No, I think that's good. With you know, Philip was whining about he was thought he was gonna die because he was sick. All right. Well, then. Why are you recording us right Just now? Just start. When, when you're ready, start. I'm Philip's dad, Tony. I'm Philip's mom, Marilyn. And you should know that Marilyn never worries about anything. So this was really unusual for her to get so worried about something. <laughs> no, start over again. Okay, okay. introduce yourself. She may worry a little bit once in a no, while. No, stop it! Just... <laughs> no, but you have to introduce yourself all over again because you just I, have... I already introduced myself. No, you have to start over again. <laughs> we, he's not stopping the recording. Well, I know, but they'll just start from where. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so this is a story. No, you have to introduce yourself. <laughs> You seriously? Yes. Start over? Yes. Okay, you go first then. Okay. Hi, I'm Marilyn Phillips' mom. Hi, I'm Tony Phillips' dad. And we are the Vecchios. (laughs) (laughs) You stop it. I start over again now.
<laughs> okay, do it again. I just did. No, we're not doing that. Now just start over. I can't stop. Yes, you can <laughs> stop. <sighs> okay, start do it again. And this time be real. <laughs> real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, get control here. <clears throat> okay, you started it. I'll finish again. No, I don't think you should finish anything. <laughs> okay, uh, hello, I'm Tony. I am Philip's dad. Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I'm Philip's mom. <laughs> and we are going to tell our... One of our favorite Philip and Janelle stories. This happened a long time ago, over 20 years ago, when Philip was in college at Biola, and Philip and Janelle were friends. They hadn't even started going out yet. And Philip uh, got really sick, and he called his mom. And he told me on the phone that he felt really sick and wanted to know how to use the insurance and what hospital he should go to because he thought he was dying. He felt so sick. So I gave him instructions on where to go and, and how important it was for him to go right away and, and, um, and how to use his insurance. So he hung up, said he was going to go and he hung up. Um, that night he didn't call us to tell us how the trip to the emergency room went. And we tried calling his his dorm phone over and over, and he never answered. We didn't hear from Philip that evening, and we tried calling his dorm room, and he didn't answer the phone there, and, and um, started getting worried. So um, I called a few of his friends that I had phone numbers for, and couldn't get through to anybody or the people I did get through to had no idea where he was. So, so she, um, then she got even more worried and she called campus security. Well, no, I didn't do that till the next day. Oh, that's right. And they went, they went and checked his room and they said they couldn't find him and had no idea where he was. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know. I think it was, I don't know. I think it might've been two days. Um, that we didn't hear from him, we were trying to track him down, and then finally we got a phone call from him, and turns out that after his hospital visit, he went to Janelle's house, and she took care of him, which was so sweet, except that he didn't remember to tell his mom and dad he wasn't going to be home, um, and she took care of him, I, thinking for a couple days, and... Um, I thought it was three days. Like two or three days, yeah. and um, and then he headed back home again, and and then realized that his mom and dad were frantically trying to find him. We didn't though call the police, which would have been their next step probably. Um, but um, he turned out to be just fine. Just forgot to call us, and he's learned his lesson that if he doesn't call us when we expect him to, that we will call. Every kind of authority we can think of to track him down. But yeah, and this would not. This is not the only time mom called authorities because of one of the kids being missing. But uh, this is the funnest one and best story because uh, it just had a happy ending, and uh, 
Janelle took such good care of him. Just to clarify, the other stories had happy endings too. So, yeah, I, yeah, I guess they did. Yeah, and that wasn't really part of the story, so you can ignore that part. Okay, that's it. The end. So honestly, I mean, the story at the end is great. We may have even told that story before, but the important part of that segment is my parents' like hysterical laughter. Like, I mean, seriously, you guys, that's magical. You can't, you can't like. No one can act that well. That's someone who's <laughs> genuinely out of control, giggly, and that's funny stuff. So we we have had that with your brother when he was a guest. That's true. That's Count true. your bones. I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't stop. Count your bones. <laughs> well, um, that was funny though, and it goes to show that we were like, you know, I knew deep down in my heart that you were the one for me because. When I was deathly ill and I couldn't get to my family, I went to Janelle's house and slept on the floor. <laughs> I didn't even, like, think about... Well, I mean, I didn't know at that point that you, like, did have to report to your parents. <laughs> like, I-, I was just such an independent woman that, like, it didn't even cross my mind. Well, what had happened, to- though, I know you didn't right now didn't hear them say um, this but they, i called my mom called and was like i'm really sick and i asked her for the insurance information to go to the emergency room but you didn't go to the emergency no room? i went and you like laid down at your house. house and i went to your house and like laid down on the floor and then three days later woke up again yeah i'm sorry mom it didn't even well we and they talked about it they're like cell phones you. yeah you know and i don't know if they even had your number at the time and what did your roommates friend. think too? Like, <laughs> I, my roommates like knew. Like, I mean, I was friends Sun, with all of them yeah, too. Sunny, but. Emily, and Rose—they all. Yeah, but you. if you think about it, I came over there like all sick and like lived at your house and I was all sick. But I like quarantined you yeah. to the room, and like Sunny and I went and slept on the L-shaped couch. But I literally slept for like three days straight. Yeah, I gave you my bed, and I was like, I'm gonna sleep in the living room. <laughs> Like, you get better. It was crazy. I'm not a good patient, though. Like, I very, very overreact to things. You don't get sick very often. (sighs) Well, that's the grand finale. Janelle, we've done 100 episodes. It's so exciting. I'm so proud of us. I know. Me too. From January 2015. Is that when it was? To now. I thought it was 2016. I'm pretty sure it was 2015. Hmm. Maybe. No, it was 16. I'm pretty positive of it. Hmm. I thought I started my blog in 15, 2015. Well, you were blogging already, but we did it. Here's how I know. In 2015, in the summer, we went to Montana. And visited a listener from my other show up there. And he had not... We had not started doing started this show this. at that, that point. Was that was 2015. That was 2015. So 2016. I think you're right. I think and I started my vacation pants at the end of 2015. Yeah. And we started the podcast yeah. at the beginning. And we did two years of Comic-Con Palm Springs. That first year we were had just started. Right. You know, because we did it during the summer. So that was 2016. So 2016 to 2019... That's three years. I did calendar math. Oh, I'm proud of 
of you. Now, if you did the calendar math, we should be way past 100 episodes if we do one a week. If we did one a week, but, we should be at like 150, but vacation and whatnot. Yeah. But Christmas, we, you, you know, know. You know our sketch. But that's why you guys are awesome, because you're still listening, and we appreciate it and love for you guys. all these episodes. And this is super bonus big size one. Thank you for listening to it all. Yes. And with that, we're going to close it out. So thank you, Janelle, for 100 episodes. Thank you, Spouse, for so many good episodes. Thank you, listeners, for listening with us for 100 episodes. And for the Mandarin Orange Show, I'm Phil. And I'm Janelle. And we talk so you don't have to.